real quick at the top of the episode, I want to get a shout out to uh, Misfits LLC. Um, the company um, one of our players, Ryan, works for, has been gracious enough to help us build a website to get a lot of art up and maybe updates of things we might be doing in the future. If this gets uh, more and more popular, you know, we now have a, we'll now have a website. But let me talk to you a little about Misfits uh, LLC. They design custom websites and applications. They do advertising, business cards, and graphic design. Um, Ryan's been working there for a number of years, and he loves it. So a good uh, employee, a happy employee means it must be a good company. Um, if you guys need any um, any of that type of work, I'm going to go ahead and give you the website. And that's Misfits, M-I-S-F-I-T-S, L-L-C dot net. Go ahead and look that up if you guys need any, you know, custom websites, applications, advertisements. And then you guys can check out our website when it comes up if you want to see some uh, examples of their work. All right. Thanks for uh, listening to me talk a little bit. Let's get on to the episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Troll for Initiative. I am your DM, Mark Gailey. Let me introduce our players, David Blondin. Hey, I'm David Blondin. I play Brock Timbers, uh, the world's greatest bard. Not everyone knows that yet, but these cultists are really about to know that. Ryan O'Connor. Hey guys, I'm Ryan O'Connor. I'm playing Ethan, the Platinum Knight that likes to smite. Tommy Gray. Hey, I'm Tommy Gray. I play Shane. Harry this, you filthy casual. Tommy Stenros. Hey guys, it's Kelmar. The water shaping, shape shifting, eagle summoning water genase druid. because <laughs> I can see all of you. Okay, cool. So that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I'm also ready when you are, Dave. I have my recap set up. Go. It, this has all been recording. I just, I, I'm just going to edit it. I was going to say, I think we're, I think we're still rolling <laughs> through this. Okay. <laughs> we're just wasting yeah. minutes. Keep it in. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, so last time, you guys reconvened with Jen and discussed a plan for the next day. Uh, you guys went to the warehouse uh, north of Waterdeep, where some of the wagons arrived yesterday. You found out that the wagons were leaving to the north to go repair and rebuild the road as the Mirror of the Dead continued to spread. You got hired on by the charter company through Ardred Bethew as it's traveled on the road and you were by orcs along the road, or removed them swiftly. Then you arrived at the first road stop, Carnath Roadhouse, a road stop run by a burly orc with a decorative scabbard representing a dragon. Once you got to your rooms, you needed to share, unfortunately, with two other people. After the pair left the room, you discussed with Jamna that you guys needed to get a bit more information and decide what to do 
and you decided to go to supper and gather that information. And that is where we are now. Um, I suggest we spread out at dinner. Uh, don't don't group together too much. Kelmar, you could stick with me because we signed up together. Um, and do our best to get as much information. But not... Don't look like we're prying. It's It's got to be the art of getting information out of someone. You know, bring up... Oh man, this was super weird. I have, I have no idea about... You know, make everything very vague when you are talking to people. I think we can get good information. Sounds good to me. I'll stick by you. Brock pulled out his pipe. Shane and I. Um, split. Well, well, we can go on our own, I think. No one's seen us together, and we want to make sure that we appear to not know each other. Yeah, that's fair. Unless, of course, you'd like to pose as maybe colleagues. I don't know. I was thinking maybe we can run a distraction while they're doing that. Oh, fake fight? Fake fight. Fake fight. <laughs> um, and uh, that's pr- I, I'd ask more details, but that's pretty much the whole plan. Where do you want to stage it? Uh, like, no, like, raises her for a second. Um, I probably wouldn't do that, guys. That's a little bit too much attention, especially 20 to your direction. I think right now it's a little better for us to kind of seem not even noticed. Um, that's fine. My idea wasn't like a full-on, I'm taking my, my weapons out, but maybe a shoving match or shouting match. If we need to get somewhere um, that's possibly guarded, perhaps... That is something that could happen. Let's keep that as a uh, an oh shit plan, uh, backup plan. <clears throat> okay. All right, works for me. Uh, Jamna uh, chimes in. Um, I'll also separate as well. Try to see if I can get uh, a little bit more information from at least some of the workers. We'll kind of see the situation once we uh, get to the dining hall. Um, Shane, Shane, real quick. Um, before before everything goes down tonight, um, I reach into my bag and I pull out uh, um, a couple things. Um, I'm gonna hand you over a spell scroll. Uh, What's this? I'm gonna say, uh, uh, use this in case uh, it's. I don't know if you know the spells too well, but it's a hellish rebuke. If you get hit by someone, you could unleash a bunch of fire on top of them. Um, this is this is for dire situations only, but I'm I'm entrusting it to you because you're you don't have a lot of uh, useful um, react react reaction type uh, things in your arsenal, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, I hand that uh, I hand that to you, um, and I and I also pull out the uh, the troll the troll uh, potion, and I say, um, and this is to only be used if someone's dead on the ground and I hand it out to you. I'll take both. My friend, I have to use either. 
You're a little uh, staticky there. Go ahead and say that one more time. <clears throat> Can you hear me fine? Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Hopefully I don't have to use either. Uh, I feel the same way, but I feel like it's going to be better in your hands, uh, considering I can heal with my hands. Yes. And then um, give him a smile and says, Oh, man, I'm hungry. Let the fucking... Uh, <laughs> Go get some chat. All right. So you guys are recleaning. You guys start heading out of the room. Um, as you guys are heading out of the room, you guys are heading down the stairs because you guys are on the upper floor. Um, and as you enter the courtyard, you see that there are still a wagon being unloaded. The burly orc is there along with Arjun, the guy that hired you guys, uh, kind of standing next to him talking. Um, you see that the orc is carrying like or some sort. As you guys are walking over, you see that. The Another stairwell that kind of goes upwards to this higher platform on the second level, but the building that's across the courtyard. You start walking over to there. You see a gentleman in chainmail, uh, a iron hat on, and with a spear and shield, and a small table next to him with a bunch of like weapons kind of piled off. Um, as you guys approach the stairs, uh, a guy says, uh, "No weapons in the dining hall. Uh, you can either leave it in your rooms, or you can toss them on the table here." Fair enough. I'll put my um. Um, I'll put mine on the table. Okay, and uh, he's like, uh, what's the name? So just make sure to get back to you. Brock. Uh, he put, he grabs like a little, like almost like stone of like a red stone and kind of like marks uh, the side of your handle. He's like, okay, Brock, cool. Uh, anything else? Um, my loot's on uh, my back. I'm set, and I kind of like look around like, no, I, no other weapons. And he kind of like uh, gestures Brock to move in. Um, and then whoever's mine. <clears throat> I will be next line, but Brock. <clears throat> Here, um, of, uh, no weapons in the dining hall. Uh, you can either leave them on the table or leave them back in your room. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're headed to dinner. I, I don't have any weapons uh, on me because didn't really think we'd be needing them for dinner. So Cool, so out you of character. You can down if you want. Yeah, out of character, Kalmar. Kalmar, you just left it in your room, probably. For sure. If we're going okay. to dinner, Kalmar's like, yeah, like we're not going to run into any fights or anything. And if he needs to, he can always make himself a weapon as in a bear. Okay, sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he looks over. He kind of looks you up, looks you down. He's like, move on in. Thank um, you. And a few moments, and uh, you guys kind of separate a little bit. You guys like try to stay in the courtyard to keep separated. Uh, Jamna kind of walks up, uh, walks up the stairwell. Uh, he says the same thing, and uh, you see her put down one dagger on the table, and uh, she walks in. So I like to think that uh, she and, uh, she and then you guys kind of like record you kind of just scope everything out as everyone else is kind of moving in at separate times. Um, you want to go first, or would you like me to? Good. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right, I'll take the lead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. I'm going to head on in. I'll put down my rapier and my crossbow. Walk in. Um, and then right here, before you start walking, he's like, hold up, what's on your back? Oh, this this is just a family heirloom. It's really not worth a lot, but it means a lot to me, so I kind of carry it with me everywhere I go. Would you like to see it? Um, is it a weapon? No. 
Uh, I use it mostly for uh, uh, mining, but it doesn't make anything, you know, explode or anything like that. It's more of marking where I need to mine. I'm an, uh, a server. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, give me a deception check. Ooh, 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 17. Um, he looks you up, looks you down. You can see, like, kind of the, uh, almost like the rough hands, uh, and the, like, just kind of the calluses upon your hands. And, uh, it's like, okay. He also sees that you put down a rapier and a, and a, cro- and a hand crossbow. He's like, cool. Uh, what was the name? Uh, Les. Okay, and he grabs his little, you see his little, uh, he pulls out a stone that's a black stone, and he marks like the back of your handle and part of your uh, hand crossbow and writes it on a notepad. All right, go on in. Might have to him. Thank you. Okay. And I'll go. Uh, Edson? Yep. Yep, and um, I'll take off my uh, sword, my axe, my, my gems, my crossbow, my bolts. My knife, like, <laughs> just, like, laying this whole arsenal on the table. Jesus. And, like, uh, he's, like, trying to, like, keep all the weapons on the table, and it's, like, starting to fill it up too much. And he's, like, okay, I'm going to make yours. I'm going to make yours a separate pile. And he starts moving your stuff to the ground. And uh, he's, like, uh, what's the name? Uh, It's Eddie. Eddie, okay, okay. And uh, he marks it with a red one, writes it down. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, go on in. All right, thank you. So we'll start off with uh, Kelmar and Brock as you guys first walk in. Uh, this is kind of like a separated time as they are walking in. You guys walk in. You guys, you guys see about one, two, about seven round tables uh, with chairs all around them. Uh, the dining hall is pretty full, uh, but there are chairs available. There is a like almost like a stove oven and like or stone oven and uh, cabinets all across the. If we were talking about directional, it would be the eastern side of the building. But it's basically as you guys walk in, it's to your left. Uh, you see a uh, black beast uh, with a, a apron on, uh, and he's serving out he's serving out drinks and food uh, from the actual uh, stones uh, stone stove. Um, when you walk in, you guys get a nice smell of like broth, potatoes, uh, and just stale stale beer and ale. Um, Rock, it kind of kind of smells bad in here. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much how many vegetables you're gonna get. I mean, um, as long as they don't have only meat. And I look around and I see some potatoes, and I'll kind of nod over there. I can I can eat some of those taters, I guess. Let's, uh, let's get up near that chef and see what we can get you to eat. And so Brock and Kelmar, you guys walk across the uh, dining hall. Uh, a couple people chatting around. Uh, only like noticeable, thing, you know, is a AFL, the far table in the south of you guys. So like as you guys walk in, it's like directly across from you. And uh, he seems to be just throwing coin around, uh, just talking to people, chatting it up, buying people drinks. He's just having himself a good old time. He wears a, a green vest, a green vest with a white collared shirt. Um, as you guys walk across, you guys walk over to a guy, and he's kind of like almost like grumbling. And uh, you guys are right behind him. Uh, sir, 
Like, he like turns around. Oh, what? what? Do you have anything that doesn't have meat slathered upon it or in it? Uh, he looks over the counter. He's like, uh, I have potatoes and carrots, uh, but they're not cooked because they're in this. The ones that aren't are cooked, stew. Look to Kelmar. Um, I'll nod. Yes, yes, we'll take some of those, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I'll take the stew. And he uh, he grabs he grabs a bowl a uh, bowl out, scoops up a little bit, pours it in, uh, and like puts it uh, puts the plate down uh, in front of you guys on the counter, and then grabs another like plate, puts it down, puts two potatoes and one carrot on there, and slides it over to you. Kelmar, can you cook potatoes? Right. I'm pretty sure you can eat them raw. I've done it before. They're not uh, they're not the best, but they're filling. <laughs> okay. I was if there's a way we can cook them with your with your water. Do you know any fire? I don't. I have ice knife. I don't think that's gonna cook your potato. No, I can make like the potato ice cubes. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, he like pauses as you guys are conversating and like looks over. Anything else? No, no. Um, do you have any bread? Is there any bread here? Uh, I think I still have some. He like moves over to like the left hand side, moves a couple crates around, picks up a box, opens it. He grabs like one, looks at it, and then throw, throws it to his left, like to like a pile of food that he's like piling up to the left, and grabs another one. And that looks okay. And he hands it over to you, bro. Uh, uh, sir, can we get can we get two of those? I have a feeling I'm just uh, going to give you mine. You have another one? He goes into the box, grabs another one, looks at it. That one looks okay. There you go. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I grab our food and go try to find a, a, a seat uh, near uh, other people, not by ourselves. Okay. Um, so there, it's kind of a variety. So like some tables are really full. Um, the table where the elf is, there's just everyone on that table being and trying, uh, having a drink. But the table that you first went in and to your right-hand side uh, has two people sitting there, uh, a human and a dwarf, uh, but there is three other seats available. Okay, we'll take two of them. Okay, you guys walk over. Uh, you see the uh, human continues to eat, looks, acknowledges that you guys are moving, and then goes right back to his food. Uh, the dwarf looks up and kind of locks eyes with you, Brock, as you guys are walking over. I give, I give him just a nod. Um, and he like bites into uh, bites into his bread. Um, I want to sit down and I want to like I want to inspect this bread. Like I'm I'm looking for mold, <laughs> you know, really hard parts that I can kind of chunk off. Um, I'm, I'm I'm doing that with my entire meal. <laughs> it smells funky in here, and I do not trust it. Uh, so as you guys sit down. Uh, you guys notice that the table is a little um, and as you guys sit down uh, the dwarf continues to keep his eye on you Brock uh, the human does, doesn't even acknowledge you guys um, and he's just chewing uh, as you examine the bread Dave the bread seems to be just fine um, the bread probably is a little hard uh, but no mold okay I'll, I'll use the soup to soften it and eat, and eat it nice 
I'll, I'll, I'll eat the soup, you know. It was boiling. It should have killed most of the things that might hurt me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, actually, Dave, it's not bad. Um, yeah. It's got the nice uh, carrots in there that are cooked. It's got cooked potatoes in there. It has a little bit of like a chicken broth kind of flavor to it. Uh, but you can't seem to find any chicken inside of it. But it has a chicken flavor. <laughs> ah, means it's fish. <laughs> uh, and Kelmar, you examine your stuff. Uh, your bread seems to be in pretty good condition. The bottom of it is pretty much as hard as the table. You're sitting. Um, the carrot potatoes, they're in fine shape. The potatoes are starting to grow their own little plants on top of it. But it's not like mold. That's okay. Potatoes are potatoes. They you, you can eat them pretty much at any stage of their life. Uh, so as you guys are like sitting down, uh, you can see Jamna walk in. Uh, Jamna actually makes her way to the back of the hall and gets one of the tables next to where the half elf is chatting up and talking to everyone. Uh, she just sits down. Shane and Edson, and you guys walk into the dining hall, and you guys see the seven different tables that are are there. A lot of people sitting around, some drinking. The most obvious person is the half-elf that's chatting up with everybody, uh, throwing his coin around to get ale for everybody. I'd like to go up to the half-elf. Uh, so as you're approaching over to the table, uh, the table is crowded with people. Um, you finally, as you're approaching, you can see that them, like, you know, being each other. Uh, I felt like talking stories and lore, and he's just like, you know, there's one time when I was traveling down the road, which up and down this road a few times, uh, we ran ourselves into, uh, have you guys ever heard of a, a bullet? Yeah, big old creature. And they call them land sharks. Vicious creature. Scales all over it. Teeth as big as your face. Uh, me, me and my crew, we dispatched a few. It was, uh, it was quite a story, and he kind of, like, talked rants off about that. I'd like to chime in and go, like, oh, we, me and my crew actually ran into that not too long ago myself. He's like, oh, well, you, you know, those creatures, as deadly as can be. Oh, yeah. And he put up a, quite the fight. Not hide. It's, it's nearly unbreakable. I was able to get through it pretty clean with my sword. That's good to hear. I can see you're a, a, fi a finely armored gentleman. Have a seat. And he like kind of like taps one guy. He's like, back up. Come on. And he pulls out his my Please sit down. Oh, don't mind if I do. So uh, I he grabs a large mug in the middle, put, uh, puts a glass in front of you, pours it down. Ale's okay? Ah, ale sounds fine by me. Thank you. My friend, what is your name? Ah, I go by the name Eddie. Eddie. Pleasure to meet you, Eddie. Uh... <coughs> Pleasure to meet you, too. What's your name? Hold on. I have it. Larion. Larion? Larion. Larion. Nice to meet you. Uh, it's nice to see you... Uh, what are you exactly? Uh, uh, did something happen to the oh, skin? Oh, well, it's more of a skin condition that happened when I was small. Like, you know when they say that you need to stop drinking? Like, when you drink a little too much water? Uh, it's how old was it? Yeah, huh. it turns out true. Huh, I don't, 
I don't think I've ever heard of that one, but uh, either way, hopefully it doesn't hurt. Uh, no. It's just my skin now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what, what made you travel all the way to Karnath? Uh, I mean, this, this roadhouse is not for everyone, of course. I decided to, like, make some extra coin heading north. Like, wanted to, like, kind of see the world for myself. Of course. Where you, where's your final destination? Uh, the real destination is the journey itself, so I don't really have a, a stopping spot, really. And he kind of slaps the back of you. See, this guy understands what I mean. It's about the travel, gentlemen. It's about where you go, what you see, and things you've done. Not about the city I ended up in, the city I decided to settle. It's all about how I got there. It's the exploration of it. Uh, and you can see that he kind of really does command uh, the table, where a lot of people are like paying attention to him, listening to him. I tell a few of them are kind of preoccupied in the games that they're playing. Uh, as he's saying that, I'm gonna swap over to Shane. Shane, you see Edson kind of walk like beeline right over to the hapa. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you said there's an actual bar. Uh, it's not a bar, so it's basically um, like basically a shelf, and that's where he like has these cooking stove and the countertop where he basically does all of his cooking and like puts all the plates and stuff. There's no actual bar. Like, oh, there's actually like a separator between you and the alcoholic beverages. It's pretty much the uh, the kind of over overweight apron guy with partially balding black hair uh, that is cooking at the front of the stove. All right, I'm gonna walk up to him. Excuse me. Excuse me. And as you were walking up to him, a uh, similar like uh, rock hat. <laughs> yes. Um, everything okay? No, oh, it's it's fine. I just I gave you a good sleep last couple months. Well, what can I get you? Uh, why haven't you been uh, getting a good night's sleep? Just curious, you know. Damn rats! It's just rats are scurrying. They're always making all the noise in the night. Mm. It's ridiculous. Every night I go to sleep and just I'm going all over the place. It sounds like a rocket. Yeah. Oh, rats are the worst. Pests of any kind, really, that get into your home that don't need to be living there. Exactly. The, the, the room, the, the bread, the, every time I try to put things into the storage, I gotta keep everything up here. Oh, it's just it's difficult. I don't want to go back down the stairs and up the stairs and back down the stairs and up the stairs. Yeah, that's a lot of work. You know, that's a lot of walking for anybody. So many stairs. Um, uh, my name is Les, by the way, and you are? Uh, people call me Pete. Grizzly Pete. <laughs> Grizzly Pete. Grizzly Pete, how long have you been around here? Uh, yeah, like, pauses for a second, like, does the thousand-yard stare. Uh, I don't quite remember. Uh, it was after uh, uh, Never uh, Never Ember was elected king in Neverwinter when they uh, started the uh, uh, God, I was probably like good ten, maybe fifteen years ago. Uh, but I, I've been running the, the the cookhouse in the north, but they shipped me down here most recently. <clears throat> Fascinating. You've been here for almost, you know, at least ten years. That's incredible. Notice anything strange happening around here lately? 
people, basically. Yeah. Give me a persuasion check. Uh, to kind of like get him to talk a little more. Oh, I hope it's good. Wow, 19. Bad. Uh, I mean, that, uh, that bog luck out there, uh, the half orc, he's, he's a strange, strange fellow, really, really uptight to himself, uh, but, uh, never seen an orc so well versed in words. Uh, yeah. he, yeah, he's very knowledgeable. Um, he, he takes care of all the storage that comes in, everything that goes north, as well as everything that comes into the roadhouse. Um, strange though? I mean, huh, now that you, now that you mention it, the rat behavior is a little strange. They, they only scurry around when the wagons come in. Interesting. You know, something in the wagon might be rustling them up. Maybe. All night, just the hissing and, and just murmuring and scratches on the walls and stuff. It's, just, it's keeping you up. I, I sleep up here. Uh, once I get you guys on the breath up here and all I can No. It's funny. Um, I've been known to uh, exterminate a few armaments in my day. Maybe if I could just stay the night and see what we're dealing with. Nothing strange or anything like that. Just want to see what kind of infestation you're dealing with. Maybe I could take care of it. Why, why, why are you being so friendly, my friend? Well, I'm new in town. You know, kind of like the weather. And I even kind of respect the people. I'm looking to settle down for a while, and maybe this is a spot. See if I can get be friends with everybody around here, or maybe I'll settle down. He looks at you and kind of like tells his head, you, you like the weather here? I'm from a very cold place, and it just feels like home. Colder than here? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you guys maybe haven't experienced it yet, but just be ready to morning doors won't open all the way because of the frost. Oh, yeah. Frozen sh doors frozen shut, drifts six feet high, snowed in houses, having to buy meat and freezing it outside for weeks. Oh yeah, I know what it's like. Oh, and he, he uh, grabs like a, a bowl and grabs some stew, pours it in. Well, let this warm you up. Um, once we close up, I might take you up on that offer. Cheers. And as far as payment goes, the stew is perfect, and I'll just down it. <laughs> uh, so it has chunks of potatoes and carrots, so you're down like the liquid part of it. Yeah, so I'll uh, down the liquid part of it, and then take a couple in and chew it, you know. Um, and he's like, um, did you want some ale to warm the soul? I'll slap the table. Of course! Uh, he grabs uh, a jug, goes over to goes over to the uh, keg, pours it out, and then uh, gives you like large, like that you serve to people. Hey, my friend, that should suffice you for tonight. Um, I'll put a, a single gold on the table, and I'll uh, I'll ask him, uh, have a drink with me, or at least a toast. Uh, and you can see him uh, grab a small, like small, uh, small glass, and. Uh, you see him grab something from the top counter and like pour it inside the cabinet and pull it out. Indeed, cheers. 
and I'll raise my glass to the death of rats. Indeed, and better nights. I takes a swig of it, and as you like, uh, he, he goes like, <sighs> you get uh, the smell of it, and it's like a really harsh, heavy whiskey coming uh, coming out as he breathes out. <sighs> that warms the soul. Uh, get back to cooking. Thanks, Les. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna head back over to Brock and Kelmar. You guys are sitting at the table. You guys expanded your food. Um, you have the dwarf that's kind of just wondrously looking at Brock as he's. Oh. Is he still looking at me? Like I've been eating my yeah. stew like, ext- like more than a minute of just staring at me. <laughs> he's basically eating food and uh, w- watching you as it's going. Yeah, say. Just uh, continuing to look at you. Long day, huh? Your eyes seem to be uh, stuck open. Um, and with a mouthful, I don't see any little ones on the road up here. <laughs> little ones? I'm tall for a gnome. You're not much taller than me, stubby. And right as you said, he stands up and pushes the chair back. What was that? Hey, no, hey, didn't didn't mean any offense, you know. He's he's big for his race, but you know, it's okay. He, he doesn't have any ill intentions. We just want to eat here, and he, uh, he he called me stubby. I heard the word. I uh, I know, but you also called him little one. So let's just let it let it slide. And I know you're enjoying your nice stew. You're. From what my friend tells me, it's really good. So let's just eat and be on our way. Yeah, let's just eat and be on our way. Better company somewhere else. He grabs his bowl, grabs his mug, and then walks over to a second different table. I'm gonna look at Brock, and then I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that guy was cranky. Oh my god." I kind of gesture to like the human, see if I get like. I mean, I hope. uh... I wonder if he would have felt the same if you looked over at him and called him a little one, huh? Yeah. I just like, he's like eating a one of those sugar shoals. Uh, anyone, is there anyone else at this table? Or is it just this one guy now? Just this one guy. Um, he looks like he is wearing the same clothes that, like, you guys saw a lot of the workers that were carrying, like, the pickaxes and shovels and stuff. He's probably one of the wor- he might be one of the workers. How's I'm your- just gonna be carefully eating my potato. Yeah, how's how's your uh, trip been so far? eventful with the orcs attacking but uh hopefully it'll be smoother up the up to the road north yeah that was uh uh luckily i was uh i was looking right at the at the cornfield of the, the fields when they came power running out so fortunate for me i was able to get a, a jump on them first but it was a little uh 
Eventful. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why the charter hides the guards, right? And uh, we get the scraps that are left over. You know, do you, uh, you look like you're salty the earth, you know, worker type of fellow. Uh, do you, do you know what you guys are working on? Uh, moving the road. Uh, Mirror of the Dead's been moving west westward for years. And every time we make the road, it just seems like the mir mirror takes it up, and then we have to move the road even farther west. Mm, yes, yes. Mirror, troublesome, troublesome uh, section of land, isn't it? Yeah, um, very peculiar that it just ex continues to expand over all these years. You know, is this, do you guys ever send anyone else anywhere Besides working on the road, is there any uh, like special groups that uh, go and mine somewhere else around here? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. Um, this is only my second trip on the road. Uh, usually we do it in shifts. Um, people will work for multiple days, then uh, head back to the roadhouse, head back to the city. Um, it just kind of kind of cycles in shifts. Uh, but this is my second tour. Uh, for the most part, we work on the roads. The guards walk after us. Uh, you finish your shift, you get your pay, and uh, you sign up for the next one. Hmm. You see a lot of familiar faces, or is it a uh, kind of a rotating door? Um, I mean, mostly a rotating door. Uh, but and he like looks around the bar. He's like a couple new faces. Um, especially that half elf. Don't think I've seen before. Uh, it's been fun. I have been here at the same time. He's been here a while, huh? Uh, I don't know if he's been here a while. I've just I, I've never seen him whenever I've traveled through here. Yes, yes, he's uh he's quite flashy, very um exuberant. Yeah, he, he throws money around like a noble. Mm, it. It seems to me that he doesn't value uh, hard days of coin earned. And he kind of like uh, sits back up, straight up in his chair. He's like, well, I'm not trying to put you guys all in a pile, but uh, a lot of the guards we get are uh, very uh, high and mighty with us workers. Uh, we're all just trying to make a living. Who's to me? I can't lift a pickaxe to save my life. I'd be useless, but I can be useful in other things. I'm sorry for being rude. Um, my, na uh, 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 my name is Stefan. Uh, what are your gentleman's names? I'm sorry. And I give him like a little bit of a nod and say, uh, my name's Brock. Pleasure to meet you, Brock. He raises his glass and uh, the blue one with you. You can you can say it. You can talk. I'm I'm Kelmar. Nice to meet you, Kelmar. Um, I might ask, what are you? Me? Um, I, I see I just... that your hair is not hair, and your skin is blue. So I must ask. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm Kelmar. That's my name. That's who I am. 
But what are you? Are you like a, oh, a weird? No, what race am I? Triad. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. I'm a Wajanase. My family comes yeah, from causes... the town of Kalamshan. Kalamshan, down south? Yeah, way down south. Much, much warmer than here. It's freezing. Uh, he looks over and he's just like paused and like speculates. He's just like, Kalamshan? Uh, how'd you get up here? Did you take a boat? Did you walk by foot? Oh, my friend, that's a long story. Um, but to make it short, uh, I got a couple of jobs, made ends meet, ran into this fellow, and, uh, you know, uh, haven't looked back. This guy, Brock, I'm gonna put my arm around him. This guy, is a good guy. Man, he likes to sing, but I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's lively, and I like it. Brings me, brings me happiness, and I smile. Well, that's good, my friend. That's what um, I, I gotta say. Um, Sean, must be a spectacle over there. I've heard such good trade of all the different boats that travel from Kalshan to Waters Deep to Baldur's Gate. Um, I've heard nothing but good things of Kalshan. It's also it's it's a desert. I've, I've never even seen a desert. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, I'd like to get back there myself too, but my my family. Um, I'm the only one left, so might be might be difficult for me to take a journey down there. But you know, I'm making ends meet, I'm making new friends, and what can I say? I'm breathing, I'm living, and that's all I can ask for. And he's like, indeed, friend, indeed. I I have my little one back at home. Uh, his mother passed away god bless her soul uh may may saloon protect her um hopefully i will be able to back him safely uh guards are best to that to keep me and you know and he what raises his glass and he says thank you i'll raise my canteen i'll say you know what if i can save one life in this trip it'll be worth it and you know what? If you ever get in trouble and you need a guard, come running towards me. I got your back. If there's one life that he's going to save, I really hope it's yours. glass <laughs> nods his head. And thank you. And uh, takes a drink and continues to eat. Okay, let's head back over to Etzin. Uh, you're at a uh, table full of people uh, having drinks, and the uh, half-elf is, of course, telling tales and stories of the road. I'd like to go up to the half-elf and say, Excuse me, uh, do you mind telling me where you came from? Me? Uh, I've already told all these uh, gentlemen, but I guess I could rehash this one again. My story really begins in the high forest, just north of here. As a young lad, I was raised by the elves in the wood, and I uh, made my way over to uh, the city proper in Waterdeep. After being in Waterdeep for most of my life, I felt that the city just didn't give me everything I needed. I needed a little bit more excitement in my life. 
So I decided the road would be the best for me. So I went out to the, the skill that the uh, L taught me and uh, acquired a few jobs. And well, this is where I am now. Doing well for myself, doing well for the people around me. And he lifts his glass for everyone. Ah! To which I, I cheers with my mug too. Just like, okay, well, I mean, he bought me the, the beer. <laughs> but, uh, so wait, what are the workers working on here? Oh, they're working on the road. Um, this road, unfortunately, needs to be rebuilt every couple of years. Uh, the Mirror of the Dead continues to span. Uh, the ever-mysterious Mirror of the Dead, with its fog, creepy creatures, and mystery, uh, mystery that hides all of the things that are in there, continues to expand right across the fields. And as it covers up more of the road, they need more workers to build more roads. How else are we supposed to get trade from Waters Deep all the way to Never Neverwinter? Have any dangerous uh, trucks up this? I believe it's natural. I mean, uh, it's just water approaching land and just continuing to go. Um, adventurers, I mean, I've seen plenty go in. Most don't come out. I see. Huh. Well, if I find myself bored, I might find myself there. <laughs> It would make for a good tale, I'd say. I'd say. But probably would have to grab all my weapons back from the guard at front, up front right? <laughs> of course. I mean, we can't have weapons in the dining hall. And he like pulls over one of his vests, and you can see that there's a dagger on his hip. But, you know, you need to make sure you're always well-equipped. Oh, well, luckily I've got these two, and I just raise my, my fists. Oh, oh it's a good backup plan. Uh, and those are good plans, especially with the gloves on. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't make uh, any note towards my chalking glove that I still kept on. <laughs> hey, Bros is like, well, you know, actually, I think I have a story for Mirror of the Dead if you are all interested. Some are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to listen. Oh, I don't know. It's not all that compelling. It, it's not a story of me, of course, but it, it's a story no less. I'd like to touch him and have him glow, like his uh, jacket glow with light. I'm like, I, ha I have a friend who's a performer. Like, I think you might like this. And uh, his green vest starts to glow, uh, kind of gets the attention of the rest of the dining hall. Let me tell you of a story. There's this castle, supposedly in the Mirror of the Dead. And a very rich elf came from the high forest, went down to the Mirror of the Dead to build this castle, to create a new landscape and try to fix everything that's going on in the Mirror of the Dead. But unfortunately, the swamp itself almost consumed the entire castle. So rumor is, the castle's empty, no one in it, completely abandoned. But... What's interesting about it is, if you guys have ever heard of the term, astronomers, ones that look at the stars in the skies, they acquired the castle and made a telescope that could see the stars. I'm not lying. I'm not, and he looks around, points at everyone. I'm not lying to you. Truly see the stars in their, all their glory. I know all of you have sat on the road before, looking up in the stars, wondering what they are. But this castle has the tools to be able to see more than what we can see. Is the story true? We don't know. 
Do I believe it? I do. Because I believe that this world is greater than it seems. There is a lot of, unfortunately, darkness around us, but the true light that you can find are the things you have to hold on to. Isn't all that's above us just the astral plane? And he pauses and looks over. Are you a bit of a religious friend or folk? I am. Of course, you would say the astral plane. I like to think the astral plane is not necessarily above us, but in a different area, but similar grounds. I like to think above us is more of a an area we haven't explored. I see. Uh, well, I feel like we'd be able to get more answers if we had, if, uh, this, we could see this telescope. Indeed. That would be an adventure in itself to get yourself through the mirror of the den and find this guy. Is there just, like, undead through there, or, or like, why is it called mirror of the dead? Many, not many creatures in and come out. Most go in and, should I say, make a permanent residence. I see. But there is talk of uh, the swamp water does hold um, a bit of a magical essence to it. I don't know too much about it, unfortunately. I haven't been myself. Uh, Only stories and books that I've read. Well, maybe I'll... I'll find my way that way um, in the near future. And as you were saying that, uh, a gentleman walks in, uh, the human male with like blonde hair. Uh, you can, that's, uh, that's, and you know it's Ardrin. He's the guy that hired you. And mm-hmm. uh, you see the half elf stand up. Ardrin! Come, come, take a seat, take a seat. Uh, he tells that they like, can I tap that? Can I grab your seat real quick? Uh, I just go like, oh, just call me Eddie. And sure. Oh, that's right, that's right. He does know. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey, hey, just a second. Uh, Eddie, please, please. And he like wings over uh, Arjun. Arjun, Arjun, uh, our conductor, our, our, our man. Come, come, sit, have a drink. You're the one that's of course financing all this. And uh, Arjun walks over, uh, sits down, kind of disgruntledly, and grabs himself a glass and pours it out. And that's when you're kind of like standing next to the room. We're going to hop over to Shane real quick. Uh, Shane, you just finished up your conversation with, uh, with uh, Grizzly Pete, and you have, your, you have your cup of ale and a little bit of your stew left in your bowl, and you have a couple tables in front of you. Uh, you see a gentleman at the closest table uh, kind of wave his hand, look over directly at you, and he's like, come over. Hey, hey come over. And like, I kind of wave, waves you over. Um... I'll uh, play a little dumb and I'll kind of gesture at myself. Me. Uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And he like gra- grabs one of the seats next to him and I like, kind of pulls it out. He's like, and I like, taps it. Is there a seat across from him? Uh, not an open one. Okay, I will um, sit next to him. And when I do, I'm going to scooch the chair a little farther away with my foot, like as if to make room to sit down. But actually, I just want to be a little farther away from him. And I'll sit. And as you sit down, he's like, um, you're one of uh, the guards. I was on the road, right? Um, yeah, from down south, yeah. 
Of course. Um, your, your, your clothes threw me off the most when I first saw you. I wasn't exactly sure what you were wearing. Uh, love the hat, by the way. Oh, appreciate it. Um, you are? Uh, me? Oh, I am just a simple worker. Uh, my, uh, my name is uh, Thomas. Uh, and yours? Les. Pleasure to meet you, Les. Um, and he grabs beer to, like, uh, uh, to it. It's my glass. Cheers. Uh, it's it. Drinks a little bit. I must ask, and as his hand is, like, approaching you, he, like, tries to, like, scoot over and, like, get closer to you, and, like, his hand is, like, starting to approach the, uh, your weapon on your back. I do ask, what is this thing? Um, I'm going to scooch away, and I'm going to say, you know, um, it's perfectly fine to ask, but I really just prefer not to even be close, uh, to getting touched. Thanks. Oh, uh, I do apologize, I just... I saw on the road what you did to those orcs. Um, I, I don't understand what it is, but I definitely can see that it's uh, not something to be uh, trifled with. Um, um, it's fine that you ask. I'm a little flustered. Um, but uh, it's a um, it's a defensive weapon that I use um, to. Uh, uh, make sure that uh, it's magic. Um, it's magic. Oh, excellent! And he like kind of like sits up in his seat. You see the other like uh, four of the people that are sitting at the table. Two of them kind of like perk up and kind of like look uh, look over. Magic, you say? Um, something that was made by maybe a wizard or maybe a warlock. <laughs> um, I actually don't know. Uh, it's a it's an heirloom. Oh, it's been in your family for a while? As long as I can remember. He eats some of his bread and dips it into the stew. Huh. Family items are important. It reminds you of your past and where you've been. Yes. <laughs> um, but without a few key components, it's nothing more than a club. Um, that's why I can get it into places like this. Hey, and he, like, points over to a guy that's help. Hey, uh, Sam, weren't you talking about, uh, something up north that had a similar sound, right? Um, I'll try to hide my obvious excitement, and I'll turn around, and I'll look at the person he was trying to talk to. Uh, you see, it's kind of, it's, a uh, goatee, brown hair, but his top of his hair is, like, brown and, like, a little bit of red in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I was talking to a guy in, uh, Waters Deep, uh, I mean, bear with you, was drunk off his face, but uh, he was saying that uh, up in the high forest that uh, some some person or thing is firing off loud bangs, like rattle to the bone kind of sounds, and mm. putting holes, put holes, and like he does like a gesture of like a ball size. He's like, holes, injures. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what magic it may be, but when... He kind of points over you, Shane. When I heard that go off, I mean, that was that was bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, did he tell you if anything was um, discovered on the animals? Piece, <clears throat> a piece of metal. Well, like I said, I mean, I'm, I was listening to a drunkard. This is all mm -hmm. speculation. 
but he, he he said that he said that uh, from what he's heard is that when the animals were killed, they were killed from uh, quite a range, and uh, usually it was instant death. I don't know of any kind of metal being in the creature. He didn't really bring that up. Um, and how far from here did he say he heard those sounds? This is DM talking. Uh, give me a second. I actually need to look on that. Mark, I got your back because I heard this rumor for Carlon. The Grey Peak Mountains. Someone's blowing up creatures in the Grey Peak Mountains. Yes, which is just south of the High Forest. Okay. So for our, from our location, it's probably a good three, four hundred miles from our current location. Okay. Along this way. like... Over in the Great Peak Mountains, south of the High Forest. I mean, it's easily, easily quite a few days travel on horseback by yourself, and moving quickly, of course. Absolutely. Well, very, very interesting. Maybe someone else out there has uh, started discovering the same tricks. Um. Indeed. But, uh, indeed. Um. Where, where do you hail from? Uh, the other guy, uh, the other guy you're first talking to. Where do you hail from? Uh, I come from Waters Deep, born and raised. Um, I'm from just a small hobble just south of here, maybe 75 miles or so. A couple groupings of uh, hatched huts, hat thatched huts, snowdrifts off the beaten path. I couldn't even remember the name of it. I left it as soon as I could. Haven't heard of it, um, but you're 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 a, you're a coastal born. <sighs> Close enough to remember the water, but again, probably about the age of eleven or twelve, I uh, I left. Well, hey, to save keepings of us and for yourself, and whatever that magical item is on your back, hopefully it always stays in your possession. I'll drink to that. Cheers. The chairs, they drank, and then you guys start eating. So all you guys are kind of hanging out at your tables. Um, uh, Edson, you kind of stand up as Ardrin sits down with uh, the half-elf. Um, you guys uh, kind of like are standing there, and then all of a sudden you kind of hear like almost like a grinding on the ground. It's not like really perceptible, but you guys all kind of notice it. Brock, Shane, and Edson, you all kind of notice it. And you see Jam now walking over the door, and like, you kind of like, Causes her a little bit of a laugh as she's like she's heading out of the dining hall. Okay, um, I'm gonna f- finish up my food and then uh, um, give that guy like a farewell real quick and um, kind of go to leave as well. I will follow. <laughs> so you guys get up um, as you guys are getting out. Uh, Jam grabbing her down off the table and uh, starts heading up the stairs. Okay. Um, I get my rapier. Um, I I nod to the bouncer dude. And um, me and Kellen are, are going to not go upstairs immediately. We're going to, like, wander around real quick and then eventually go upstairs. We're not just going to follow her straight up. 
Sure. Yeah, she does a direct line right over to the stairwell, and then she goes up the stairs and hits the upper balcony and kind of like leans on the balcony to kind of like look over the whole courtyard. Um, Shane and Edson, what are you guys doing? Um, they. I just saw them uh, leave, I'm assuming, or head upstairs. You saw them leave, yeah. All right, then I'm just going to be – I'm going to say to uh, the half-elf, just say like, it was a pleasure to meet you, sir. I'm I'm gonna be calling it a, a night for myself. And he uh, looks over and he's like, ah, early night. Okay. And he like uh, grabs a mug, uh, mug, fills it up. Have a have a road drink. Ah, you're much too kind. Thank you. And I I grab the drink and I uh, chug it real quick, set it down. Give him a a bow and head on out to grab all my weapons. Yep. And you head outside, and uh, Shane, all you can hear is Etzin as he walks outside with his maracas, and uh, he heads over to his weapon. And you just hear click 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 click. Other guards just going like, "Dear God, I don't even understand how you walk." It's a process. <laughs> Take some practice. Um, um, the guard even says, "Like, well, be careful on the steps; they get slick at night." Wait, say that again. As you're like walking away with your armor, he's like, "Careful with the stairs; they get slick at night." Oh, uh, keep filling. Is there a handle at all? Uh, there's maybe like wood along the sides. I, you know, not designed for a handrail. It was more for structural, but you can oh, use okay. a handrail. Thank you. Then I just. Uh, I'll take one of my javelins out to help me, like, get down the stairs, like, a, it's like a staff. <laughs> I like to think, like, it's an old person, like, <laughs> trying to work their way down the stairs, like, oh, careful, careful, one step at a time, <laughs> one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, so you make it safely down the stairs. Uh, you can see that Kelmar and Brock are kind of, like, wandering the courtyard. You see Jamna up on the uh, balcony. You do see the half-orc. Um, looks like he's still kind of organizing things uh, near the entrance of the storage room, which is actually right below where the stairwell is that you guys were walking down from the uh, dining hall. Uh, Shane, and you see Edson walk out, and you hear all the noise of him clanking. Um, I'm going to go back up to Mr. Grizzly Pete. And, and there you go again as you're walking to him. Wow. Hey, Pete. Oh, oh, oh. Less, less. What can I do? Um, I finished up the, uh, the business I had in here, and uh, I was wondering if maybe you had an access to your attic, or if you have an attic at all, and if I could take a peek. Uh, no attic. Uh, tops out, just chimney. I was up. Um, most of the noise sounds below. Um, and uh, he like pauses for a second. He's like, ah. Uh, I just come back later. Uh, I'll be closing up um, probably within a couple hours. Will do. Um, do you own this place out of curiosity? Uh, no, the the roadhouse is owned by the king. Hmm. Um, maybe clear with your man for me to get my weapons in here, just in case we have to deal with something, uh, some uh, aggressive rats. He's like, uh, you have to. Clear with Bogluck. He's the one that monitors everything in the house. Um, all right. Well, 
Do you think that we're do you think that we'll need uh weapons when we're dealing with these rats? If they're rats, he like grabs one of his ladles. We have all we need right here. Excellent. All right. I won't worry about it then. All right. Um, I'll see you in a couple hours. I need less. Yeah, yeah I can use to throw the stew. Um, I'll walk out, and on my way out, um, I'll just tell the guard, like, hey, I'm going to be back um, to help um, with a bit of a pest problem. You can uh, talk to Pete about it if you want to. Um I'm just going to leave my weapons here. I'll just be back in a couple hours. It's like, yeah, no problem. Um, just uh, make sure to check in with Bogluck. Uh, I'm sure that he will be coming by to make sure that we're all in order. What will do. I was yeah. heading down the stairs. As you head down the stairs, like, Edson's just getting down the stairs. And he's on surface finally. He's like, ah, oh, thank God. Um, by the way, which I don't think I've explored the, I actually explained like how the ground floor is. So the ground floor is really moist. So from all the moisture in the air, the cold, the ground is just muck. It's just mud. It's, it's flat, but it is definitely like muck as you guys step through it. Like your shoes will not stay clean walking through this. Um, you guys can see a lot of like crates and stuff like that, that are outside, but all the stuff that like needs to be inside is moved into the storeroom that you guys saw when you guys first walked in. Um, so Shane, you're like heading down the stairs. You see Edson uh, just getting to the courtyard. You also see Kelmar and Brock uh, walking, kind of walking about. And you see Janna on the balcony. And however you guys want to proceed, go ahead. Um, after um, our walkabout, uh, I'd want to go upstairs and convene with uh, Gemna. Yeah, as you were about the stairs uh and that kind of like peels off and you see her kind of head over into the room okay maybe if we go back quick uh the people from our room will be at dinner still so i'm gonna head back to the room um if i see Sh uh, shane or etson um i'll pull out my pipe and i'll send them a message going back to the room uh what are you doing you got a message from brock saying he's headed to the room well, um, we can't really be seen together, um, and there's no way I can send another message back. So I'm, and I gotta wait here. Um, so I'm gonna do just that. <clears throat> I'm gonna wait here. Um, so while you're waiting there, Shane, you do see the like uh, the orc. Um, on the last wagon that they had. And as the uh, workers are moving the boxes in, you see uh, <laughs> him go into the room where all of the boxes are. And uh, probably go in there, and you probably wait around for a little bit. You don't notice him to come out until probably about maybe a good 15, 20 minutes later. And uh, he goes forward still and writing things down. Uh, and he heads over to the room, which is on the far left-hand side as you guys first walked in. Um and uh, he goes into that room and closes the door behind him. Um, are people still bringing boxes in this whole time, or did they finish doing that? No, they finished that, and a couple of them went up to the dining hall. A couple of them went over to rooms. Uh, but basically, there's no one unloading anymore. Um, I'll go knock on the door. Which door? The door that the orc, orc went into? Or half orc? Yeah, yeah half orc. Um, you knock on the door, 
uh, you hear footsteps walk over, heavy footsteps, opens up, and you now get a closer cl- glimpse of this half-orc who's quite tall, quite burly, um, one chip tooth, uh, has a scabbard on his hip of a short sword with a uh, decorative design on the scabbard with a uh, dragon kind of swirling around it. Mm. Um, what? What was his name again? Uh, from Grizzly Pete, you're assuming that it's Bogluck. Bogluck, okay. Um, sorry to disturb you. Uh, Bogluck, I presume? Yes. You look like one of the guards from the road. <clears throat> um, I was hired to do a little light extermination work on some vermin for your roadhouse cook, Pete. Not so much hired as I offered to help him out. Just wanted to clear with you to make sure, you know, everyone knows what's going on. And he, like, pauses, looks around. That's fine. Whatever you do in the dining hall is fine. Just stay out of the storage room. Will do. And uh, he closes the door behind him. (sighs) And you hear a... (sighs) Like a locking mechanic. uh, Which seems strange to you, Shane. Uh, All the rooms that you guys walked up to, not a single one of them had locks. But you do see that Bogluck's room in particular as a lock hmm. um all right and i'll go into the dining hall looking for pete okay um as you're heading up in there usual usual thing uh guys just like oh welcome back hey Les. uh st- still have your weapons here but you probably won't be able to use them until pete closes up uh once pete closes up i'll just swing by and grab him Sounds good. Um, you can go inside, though, if you want to just hang out. Sounds good. And I'll just go in there and I'll uh, just... Brock? Yeah, Brock and Kelmar, you guys are back in the room. Uh, yeah. And Jamna is uh, sitting on one of the lockboxes at the end of the beds. Anyone else in the room or just her? Just her. Um, is this her room? She's well, here with us, yeah. Okay. Um, did you get anything uh, at dinner? A little bit. I uh, was overhearing a bit of a conversation of a couple of people. The biggest one was actually uh, the chef. He was just murmuring about critters and stuff like that and things that are below him. I don't know what's in the storeroom, but... Uh, Maybe worth looking at. Looking at. Yeah, didn't get much from uh, from the gent we talked to. Had a really um, had a dwarf that was just fascinated with me when when his eyes wouldn't leave me. We got into a little, you know, harmless spat, but uh, fucker wouldn't stop staring at me. That's what I said. What the hell? And he was like, what the fuck? And I was anyway. This guy had a little bit of small man syndrome, if you know what I mean, Jemna. Uh, and she looks like she's a small man woman, you mean? Or, or no more goblin or... Yes. She smiles and she says, um, does he look familiar? Did I uh, recognize him anywhere? Give me a intellectual. Roll. Just straight intellect modifier? 
I'm not gonna do it, Chuck. Okay. Uh, I got a six. Intellect? Yep. Um. Straight up? Okay, I got plus two. Same. Seventeen. Uh, Kelmar, he does seem familiar. Um, you've seen him on the road before you guys got to Waterstreet. Um, yeah, I, I, Brock, Brock, I think I saw that guy before. Um, he might have been with us on the road before we got to Waterstreet. Really? I, I don't really know him or his name or anything, but he was a grouch. Maybe he recognized me from the the caravan. Yeah, I'm sure he's heard you sing a couple of times. <laughs> I have kept that singing down a lot. I wish I could do it more, but I've been doing I think <laughs> I've been doing doing a fantastic job of not just giving out exactly who I am every chance I get. As much as I would love to. Oh, we know. We know. Uh, Jan and I perks up. Um, what did you guys find out, though, from uh, the person you were talking to? Or if you found anything? Uh, just, they're all working on the Mirror of the Dead Road, the workers. There's no workers going um, anywhere else on other missions. They're all staying on the road. I thought they would be building out caverns or something below the building. But uh, apparently, from this guy say is they've all been working on the roads I, I, I do question and wonder if all the workers are actual workers wonder how many of them are the cult well the guy we talked to wasn't one of them and we're 100% sure about that Um, I well, did not inside check him, but Brock looks at her with the most confident look he's ever had and said, yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I may want to listen in on any of these rooms and try to see if we can get any more information because we don't have much to work off of. Well, once Edson, maybe Edson and Shane have anything uh, different, but... For the most part, uh, we didn't we didn't get much information. Yeah, I mostly had to listen. And most of them were not interested in talking. That half elf does give me interest. Of, I mean, this guard duty pays well, but not as well as he was acting. He was quite. Um... I only got a glimpse of him. It's hard hard not to, but uh, he was very flashy with his money. And um, from what I can hear, he sounded like he, he knew his way around a story or two. So, reminds me of a younger, a younger, less talented me, maybe. Yes. It does seem peculiar. Um, and she like pauses, sits up from the uh, lockbox. I'm gonna see where his room is. I go 
take a peek. And she uh, starts heading towards the door. Um, Kelmar, uh, stay here in case uh, Shane and Edson come back. Right then, do I open the door? Yeah, Edson, as he's opening the door, and like Jem like, almost runs into the door. Like, oh. Perfect. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, all right, here, let me get out of the way. Uh, yeah. Brock, then Edson's here. <laughs> um, I tag Edson. Says um, you're on Kelmar duty. Tink. And I and I uh, follow yeah, uh, Jemna. Uh, Jemna kind of like walks over to the to the uh, basically the ledge uh, where you can see like into the courtyard, and she just kind of sits there. Uh, she grabs something from her side of her pocket, pulls out a cigar, just like all one. Um, yeah, I'll take one. Uh, and she does that. Lights a match. Lights lights hers. Lights yours. <sighs> She's like, that's how he was drinking. He should be out of there in a few hours. For the most part, I'm just going to kind of keep my eyes on the courtyard. Brock takes a, a long drag of the cigar. Oh, yes. It's not, it's not normally what I uh, typically smoke, but a nice change up every once in a while. Eh, well, these ones are free, so. Uh, somehow that makes them uh, better, in my mind, also. Indeed. The best meal is the meal you don't cook. Um, so as that is ending, Shane, you're kind of like uh, hanging out, hanging out in the bar, just kind of like having a seat, waiting for everyone to finish up. Uh, and uh, maybe an hour, hour and a half pass by, and you start seeing uh, Grizzly Pete moving people out. Come on, get on out. It's time to close up. Gotta get my bed set up. Get, get moving. Yeah, moving. He's like pushing people out of the way, grabbing plates of bowls. Come on, come on. And then one guy's like, hey, how about that guy? Pete's like, don't be looking at that guy. Look at yourself. Keep it moving. And he like pushes everybody out. And that will be a good stopping point. Or at least right now, because I need to use the restroom. All right. So, Brock. You and, Jan- and Jamna are sitting over on the railway, looking over into the courtyard. Uh, you see Edson kind of walk back into the courtyard after uh, taking a look outside. Uh, and you guys do not see Shane, uh, but you do see uh, the half-orc as Edson is walking back to the complex. The half-orc uh, walk out of the room, lock it up, and start heading over to the dining hall and head up the stairs. That room makes me very curious also. And uh, Gemma looks over. She's like, well, you can check out that room while I check out uh, Mr. Half-Elf. Speak of the devil. And you see the half walk at the dining hall with a rug still in hand over another guy chatting it up as they're walking down the stairs and trying to get past Bogluck, who takes up most of the stairs. Um, Bogluck continues to walk forward, tilts a little bit to the left, as the other ones go past and kind of go in single file, moving around uh, Bago with much respect. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
from Jamax kind of tracking them. Uh, Bogolan continues to walk up the stairs, uh, talks to the guard that is at the doorway. And uh, Jemna sees that the half-elf is going to a room uh, at the lower level, uh, closer to the entrance of the courtyard. Edson, you're back in the courtyard. Um, you can see a couple of people walking in the middle of the courtyard. You see Bogolok up at the second level. Uh, you also see Jamna and Brock uh, smoking cigars on the, on the second floor. Um, I'd like to head up to where they're smoking. Edson, you start walking up towards that direction. Uh, Jamna and Brock, you guys are smoking cigars. Let's go and eat. It's going all right. Uh, what you guys up to? Just surveying the the courtyard. People watching mostly. Oh, well, I, I did have a question for you if you were interested in a little side quest, if you will. What do you got in mind? You heard about the Mirror of Dead, right? Yeah, it's the only thing people can talk about up here. For, for good reason, but yeah. I was wanting to kind of explore it before we go. Could be for a good story. Not many, if, uh, not many uh, adventures come out of Mirror of the Dead, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but we're not many adventurers. No, absolutely. And to, to come back with a first-hand witness, um, a ballad perhaps, or a story, would uh, entices me. Maybe we could see if uh, Shane is up for it. I'm away from you right now, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes, you are in the bar still. Perhaps. Um, I am going to be... Uh, I think I want to take a look. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on some people around here tonight. But... Uh, I, th I think we're going to be here for a little while. Uh, to your... Sorry. DM hopping in. Uh, you guys are general, uh, have a general idea that you guys will be here for like maybe two to three days. It's letting the horses rest, aid, and kind of like get themselves recuperated. Yeah. Oh, you don't. One night's excursion would hurt, harm us too much. Come on, Brock. It's an adventure I... that you can spin a beautiful tale to. It's low blow, you know I can't I can't turn down a good adventure. Perhaps. Uh Jamna kinda of chimes in. You guys have fun with that. Um Hudson, did you find anything else? Uh possibly from Half Elf? All I all he wanted to talk about was the mirror of the dead. He was saying something about a telescope that can look into the... Well, he says that it's like something like outer space or whatever, but I, I don't believe that's crap. He means it's something that looks into the astral plane. Do, you, do I know this story, Mark? Is that... 
David, you, uh, actually, Brock, go ahead and give me a history check. Yeah. And because it pertains to a story with advantage. All right. Wow, double tens. 17. What was the number? 17. Uh, Brock, you've heard of this. Uh, it is You've heard of the story of the Academy of Stargazers. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of monks basically uh, went over to the castle after it abandoned, uh, when the Mirror of the Dead started to creep up on the castle itself. The castle's name is Ne'ritar. And uh, this castle was built originally to be a beacon, essentially, in the Mirror of the Dead, but unfortunately uh, was overrun by the swamp itself. <laughs> Um, during that time, though, monks went out there to create, essentially, a large telescope to be able to look at the stars, look to the sky, and uh, understand more about what is beyond our world. Um, you know that the monks eventually got uh, pushed out of that building, and people say that they magically disappeared. I relay all of this uh, information back to Edson. I say, um, I've, I've heard this story, you know, they said they were pushed out magically. It's weird. It's uh, very, very tantalizing, though. I'll give you that. I'm out on the area, and we have two days. Yes, last time we, we tried to fit a job in on a on one of our rest times, we ended up working the whole time we were supposed to be resting. Oh, well, why don't we give it one night? If we find nothing, we turn around and we rest for the rest of the trip. We'll have to run it past. We'll run it past uh, Shane and Kelmar. All right. Um... I wonder where Shane is. And, um, I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna get up and uh, start wandering to see where if I can find him. Um, and Jamna kind of just nods her head. And just like, I'll keep an eye out. So yeah, Brock, you start heading over to the uh, stairwell, and you gotta like head down it. As you're heading down it, you can see uh, the half-orc is still discussing things with the guard at the uh, bar. And you start heading down the stairs. Yep. It's, um, if I can if I can, sl- you know, slow down just barely enough to eavesdrop anything by, by the conversation. Uh, conversation where? You're talking about with Bogluck and the guard? Yeah. You have to get a little closer, and you like can like slowly stroll up the stairs. Down the stairs, right? Because I was already up the up the stairs. Yeah, no, you already going down the stairs, but the thing is, they're on the other stairwell. Oh, oh, Okay, you made it sound like they're. I was passing them. Never mind. I'm just, I'm just gonna go for try to find Shane. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so you're into the courtyard. Uh, you can see that there's a couple of uh, drunk patrons as well as a couple of workers just kind of standing outside. 
Um, you see a bunch of the almost like a young teenagers, uh, kind of like organizing the horses across the way in the stables. Um, and you don't really see Shane anywhere. Um, go back towards the the restaurant or the the food area, food house. Uh, as you're walking up the stairs, um, you can kind of slightly hear a little bit of conversation going into your perception check. Um, 19. 14 plus 5. As you're walking up, um, actually, Dave, also give me a deception check as well. Okay, 22. 12 plus 10. Uh, as you're walking up the steps, you're kind of like slowly strolling up the steps, but kind of using that like oh i'm distracted someone's like calling my name looking to the back of you and like as you're doing it like kind of just trying to listen as best you can uh, you listen to the conversation you can't put every word out of it uh, but you hear uh weapons you hear the word uh, storage you hear the assign you hear the word assignment and you hear bogluck saying uh your shift has ended and uh, you see the guard starting to walk down the stairs as you are about to approach um, so you can see the hand crossbow looks very familiar. Okay, so, um, I'm gonna, I want to, like, try to, one that you have to yeah, I'm trying to find, I'm gonna try to find Shane still. Uh, so as you walk up, uh, Bar kind of turns over and, like, looks over and he's like, the, the bar is closed. Oh, damn. Just must have been a hair too late. Um, Can I see him? Uh, Shane, you're inside, so probably not. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, well, hell. That's what I get for, uh, not getting one sooner. And I, and I'll turn around and, and walk away. <laughs> Uh, Shane, you can probably hear the conversation, and you can probably identify uh, Brock's voice. I'm going to sound, hey, you! Oh. Yeah. Finally, I thought you were supposed to be here an hour ago. I uh, I thought it closed later. I, I had my times mixed up. No, 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 no. I, 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 I won't shave any pay this time, but next time, come on. Supposed to be on time. We've been over this. Come on. This is my assistant. He's going to help me out. You can tell by his size. He can sometimes get into spaces that I just can't. Come on. And I uh, I meekly uh, kind of like trot uh, trot over. Uh, both. Give me a deception checks. Yeah. Um, that's a 16 plus a 10, 26. <laughs> Mine's a fifteen. <laughs> uh, you see, Bogla kind of uh, as Brock is walking up the stairs, puts his hand in front of him. He's like, he looks over at Brock, looks over at Shane. What business does he have in the bar after hours? Well, I, uh, I'm trying to take care of a rat problem in here. Um, normally, I can get it myself, but uh, sometimes uh, I need help getting into smaller spaces. And this is my man for the job. Looks you up, looks you up, looks you down. 
so then these weapons on the table you're not going to need for the night, right? And he looks over at Brock, and those weapons aren't needed for taking care of rats, right? Well, I, I well, wouldn't like to touch it with my hands. And and I feel naked without my weapons, but it, if that's if you if if we can't take them in, we can't take them in. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. How about this? I'll put it in the lock room. Uh, what are both your names? Less. And out of character, Dave, have you given anybody your name? I'm just doing just doing Brock. I'm not going by the full okay. the full thing. Just just Brock. You see uh, the hat or right down. Okay. Well, if you need your belongings back, I'll be putting it in the storeroom. You can ask for it tomorrow morning. Uh, Baga look, uh, looks into the bar and just waves at Pete. You're all good. And uh, starts walking, walking down the stairs with the weapons. Okay, so what do we have on us? Dave, you gave up your rapier, I believe, and that was it. So you probably have a dagger probably hidden on you somewhere. I mean, I have my other hand uh, crossbow, but I don't know where I would have uh, stored it. Hidden it? Yeah. Yeah, so let's think that probably you would have put on the table as well. So, so David, I ha- the, what I have is I have my long rifle and I have my palm pistol. So Loud as fuck. <laughs> Uh, that's what I have if we get into trouble. Um, the real reason we're here is some reconnaissance, hopefully. So, um, ab- ab- absolutely, I'm, I'm on board. Um, hopefully, we won't. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not here to exterminate rats. That's a lie. <laughs> Believe it or not, Shane, <laughs> I picked up on that. Rock's actually at work trying to exterminate rats. <sighs> okay. So that's what I have. Those are the two weapons I have. Okay, I typically have a, a knife like in my boot. Um, I'm gonna keep that in there and just, uh, just to myself. But besides that, I have I have my loot with me. And that's it. Uh, as you guys walk into, yeah, as you guys walk into the room, you see Grizzly Pete like moving tables out of the way, putting down um, like kind of like blankets and stuff uh, and like a pillow. And he's like, oh, "Bless, good to see you again." Pete, this is my assistant Brock. He's gonna help me out with uh, getting into tight spaces. Brock, Grizzly Pete. Brock, Pete. Nice to meet you. And uh, you see that the uh, as he's uh, has the stove, he has the stove like open, and like the heat's kind of like coming in. And uh, actually, the room itself is like kind of warm with all the people that were in there, and it's actually kind of such a kind of pleasant standing in there instead of having the super cold weather in there that you guys are used to outside. Ooh, a little defrosting. Grizzly Pete's kind of setting up his bed and uh, is kind of like getting prepped to go to sleep. He's like, okay, well, I'm sure the rats will be scurrying all through the night. Just do what you can. Where do you normally hear them? Uh, uh, below, uh, maybe in between, in between the floors or something. Uh, I don't know. They're scratching a lot louder than they should be. 
blow, huh? Any way to get down there? A basement? Um, below us is the uh, storage room and the lock room. Uh, you would have to go through the door downstairs. Is that the same door um, our orc friend uh, uses, or is that his office door? Uh, no, so he so the half orc has the separate room, which has a lock on it, and then there is mm -hmm. another room where all of the workers moved all the boxes into. Okay, yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Then we'll uh, start with you know we'll go down there and keep an eye out for those rats. See how many there are and. See if we can find out what's causing the commotion. Good, Come on, Brian. good plan, sir. Thank you. Um, you see him kind of like lay down and like kind of get covers on top of him. Uh, he's kind of like resting there. He has a, uh, a a jug of some kind of liquid next to him on the next to his bed. And you guys uh, head out of the room. As you guys are walking down the stairs, uh, the cold weather is uh, quite nippy. Uh, it's quite quite a bit cold. Um, both of you got to give me dex saving throws. Oh, just okay. So dex saves or dex throws? Saves. Okay. Saves. So seventeen. Yeah, I got plus five. Okay, um, twelve. <laughs> oh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, so Shane, you walk on first, and Brock's kind of following you. And as Brock is doing, he uh, slips just a little bit, and then kind of like kicks you in the back of the heel, like ah, god dang it! And Shane, because you're a little bit bigger than Brock, you actually stop his flow from falling down the stairs completely. <laughs> Sorry about that, sir. Bit bit slippery ah. here. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Are we so as you guys are walking downstairs, you guys get into the court. Yeah, you guys get into the courtyard. Um, as you guys see in the courtyard, uh, Brock, you do not notice uh, Jamna on the on the uh, railway on the second floor anymore. Okay. Um, we're gonna hop over to Edson actually. So Edson, do you want to hang out on the railway or do you want to go inside where Kelmar is? Um, I'll go in where Kelmar is. Yeah. So you head inside. Uh, Kelmar is kind of like getting set up for bed. Uh, he is uh, kind of like laying out uh, laying out his uh, pajamas and stuff like that. And uh, he's getting himself set up for bed. And you can see that the other two gentlemen that are in your room are uh, already in their bunks. Uh, one's reading a book. The other one looks like he's already trying to get us, go to bed. I'd like to go over to Kelmar, trying to be quiet about it, but probably clanking my way over. Oh, hey, Edson. Hey. Uh, I was wondering, are you, uh, you going to go to bed right now? or? Uh, well, I was prepping for it because I didn't have any plans otherwise well i was thinking of uh checking out the mire or the mirror um i, I mean do we do we want to do it at night yeah why not oh well I, 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 okay i mean i can come with you uh, i mean it's always better to travel in groups right yeah works for me here get your clothes on Indeed, I'll uh, put my I'll put my clothes away, and uh, you see uh, Kelmar grab uh, grab his core staff, <coughs> grab a couple of his gear, and put the uh, canister over his shoulder. Okay, let's go. All right. So, and uh, you guys start heading out of the room. 
as you guys are here in the room, it's around the same time that uh, you guys see Brock and Shane uh, hitting the bottom of the stairs. And Shane and Brock, uh, what are you guys doing? And then how many doors can we see in this courtyard? Um, let me take a look. You guys are on the lower levels. Who's he? One, two, three, four, five. Uh, you see nine doors. One of those including the room that Bogluck went into. And a, another door. As you guys get down the stairs, right underneath the stairwell, there's another door. Um, did I see where they were taking, which door they took the boxes into? That door. That's underneath the stairwell. In we go. Is Pete with us, or is it just us two? Just the two of us. Just you two. He's okay. asleep. Yeah, Pete's upstairs. Let me go check that door. Let's go. Um, I want to check the door for traps. Uh, sure. Perception check. Um, 15, 10 plus 5. Are uh, you looking at the door, and you're kind of like examining it. It seems like a wooden door with iron rails that are kind of supporting it. Uh, nothing seemed out of the, uh, out of the ordinary, like a trap. Okay, then um, I want to... <laughs> um, I imagine it's locked. Um, as you grab the handle, uh, you click the lever on it. <laughs> I look to Shane. And I open the... And I, uh, um, I want to peek. I, want, I don't want to go in. For, I want to, you know, just like poke my head. Uh, as you look into the room, yeah, you see a variety of boxes to your right hand side as the door like kind of like swings to the left, and you can't see too much else because it's basically wall and boxes along the wall. But there's no like no one else in there. Not like a guard stationed or anything. Nothing you notice. Okay, and then I'm I'm going to step in. I'll follow. I'll follow. Yep. Uh, so you guys step in. Are we closing the door behind us? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you guys close the door behind you. So you guys see that there are a lot of boxes, um, crates, and stuff like that that have like equipment in it. Um, nothing peculiar of interest. Do I see any boxes uh, with the red go ahead and marks? Give me... What was that? Do I see any boxes with the red X's? Uh, nothing in this room. Um, go ahead and give me both intellect checks. Eighteen. Ten. Uh, Shane, you notice that the boxes that you're looking in this room, none of them seem like the boxes you saw on the caravans where the cult was. Do I recognize them as maybe, um, uh, the ones that they were carrying in here? You see the ones... Uh, you can definitely see that the one that the workers were moving in here, but nothing that seems to tie towards the wagons that you guys were aware of. Okay. Um, I would like to inspect one of the boxes and see what's inside of it that they were carrying in here earlier today. Sure. Give me an investigative check as you're going through the boxes. Um, I want to see if there's like a desk with any papers or anything. Ten. Uh, no desks. Uh, you can see a like shelving area in the back of Brock, which looks like it has a couple books, um, a couple ledgers, and stuff like that. Uh, you do also see another door um, heading into another room. 
Roll the 10, Mark. Uh, with a 10, you kind of uh, look at the couple of the crates. A couple of the crates have, like, you know, uh, pickaxes, shovels, um, tools tools inside the boxes. Uh, you find a couple that have, like, you know, clothing and stuff like that, and you're looking through the, through the boxes, and you don't really see too much of value. I'll relay that to Brock. There's nothing here. Hmm. There's a door back there. Let's go. Quick. Okay, I'm going to go up and... Uh, Check it. Um, see if there's uh, traps. Sure. That perception check. Yeah. Um, natural one. Seems safe. Yep. I'll go for the handle. That's locked. I'll pull out um, my picks. Say, okay. We check this room and then we get out. We don't, we don't want to dilly dally. And I start trying to uh, pick pick the lock. All right, um, a thirteen. Eleven plus two. Uh, Shane, you're kind of standing there and like watching like Brock as he picks at it, and it seems to take a little while as Brock is like kind of tinkering with it. You hear like. You know, like the gears moving and stuff like that, but nothing is really happening. And Shane, it's probably been like a good like three or four minutes as Brock is like kind of picking through this. Um, my friend, let me try. It's just uh, a dexterity. Yeah, as you, as you were doing it, uh, you hold this in here. Mm. As Brock, uh, every lock is different. Turns it turns over. <laughs> No assistance necessary. Let's go. Uh, so as you guys open up the room, uh, you guys open up the room. It looks like there is a lot of crates and barrels in the room. Um, you guys see that there are like uh, barrels full of like bread. There's different things of like goods. You see that there are a lot of like bags um, kind of like stacked up in the pile. Uh, it looks like almost like, like knapsacks, backpacks, different things like that that are stored in this room. Any boxes? Yeah, a couple of crates. Um, nothing with uh, red marks on them. Okay. Can I hear any rats making rat sounds? Uh, give me a perception check, Jane. Oh, boy. That's a 25. Um, as you're listening... Um, Shane kind of like pauses for a second and like kind of almost like puts his ear on the ground because you like almost like hear something and you put your ear on the ground and like very faintly you hear uh, it's very faint and it's very it almost like sounds like it's really far away but you can hear something underneath the floors Brock un underneath us I can hear something it's almost like rhythm to it like someone swinging a pickaxe no, more like the beating of a heart. And I'll do the rhythm on my hands, you know, quietly, like. Hmm. Let's go. Let's try to find a way down. Uh, you think it's in this room? I think it's probably somewhere else in the building. It's below. It's down below us. Um, let's look around real quick and see if there's a way down. I'm going to close that second door behind us. And um, lock it, it from the in try to lock it, relock it. Sure, 
Uh, dex check again. Yep. To relock it. Okay, much better. Natural 18 plus 2. That's a dirty 20. Yep. And you uh, kind of hit all the pins and kind of like turn it over and you're able to uh, relock it. Um, go ahead and both of you guys give me a perception check as you guys are kind of searching the room generally. Okay, 16 plus 5, 21. 17 plus 6, what is that, 20? Why is it not coming up? can't do math right now. 23. Here we go. Uh, as you're Uh, Shane, as you're moving different stuff boxes around and moving crates, all of a sudden you hit a box in the corner, and like as you hit it, it it feels like heavier than steel, and like it doesn't even budge as you're trying to move it out of the way. Rock. Where? What? What? What is it? Box. It weighs more than it should. Can I see? If, can I see if there's any like uh, hinges or? Anything on this box that we can, like, kind of open? Can we investigate? It's like a normal box. Um, but as you, uh, Brock, you kind of, like, put your hands on it and you push it, uh, it doesn't even budge. Whoa. Yeah. Um, huh. I think we need one of the beefy um. boys in here. We're going to need someone to get down here and help us with this. Um, can I give it any, can I give this box any type of check an investigation or a strength mark? Yeah, you can do an investigation. That is what I will do. Not bad. 16, 14 plus two. So as you were like, kind of like pushing on the box, um, you kind of like rotate around it and you get to the side where like it's really tight against the wall and as you push it uh, Brock notices that as you push the box all of a sudden the floorboards lift up just a hair hey, Do that again do, do that again whatever you just did I will do that same thing again uh, you see uh, Shane kind of like put his hands on the corners of the box and kind of like push it up, and all of a sudden the floorboards lift, and it looks like there's something underneath it. Um, I want to get down there and like try to uh, just get my eyes on on whatever it is. If it's a passageway or or what. Uh, so Brock, you kind of like keep your eyes on like where Shane is, and like Shane has to like kind of use his legs and kind of like lift up the box. And as he lifts up the box, you can see that the floor is like attached to the bottom of the box, and it lifts up, and it looks like there's a uh, stairwell heading down, heading lower. Um, I, I look up at him and like, stairwell going down. We need to get everyone. We need to get everyone. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Shit, I locked us in here. Um, hold on. <laughs> Go and try to and, and unlock the door to get us back out. So, um, wait, before you do that, I'm going to reset it so that it closes. And I want Brock. Yes. Uh, can you open it? I don't. I wonder if it's a strength thing or if it's just hitting it in the right place thing. Okay, so I go and put my hands right where he was doing it from. I have pretty much the same strength um, as Brock. You, I think. Yeah, as you lift it up, you see that the box doesn't move, but it definitely lifts up the floor as you lift it up. Hey, hey, hey. 
Hey. All right. I Fonzie kick it. Um, while he does that, Mark, I'm going to go down the stairwell and close that passage behind me, and I'm going to see if I can open it up. Uh, as you push it up, you can see that it lifts a little bit, but it takes Shane to... Uh, uh, and just slowly step up the stairs to kind of lift it up. Okay, so we can get back out. And then once I get back out, I will close it behind me and wait with Brock when he does the door. Uh, yeah, Brock, go ahead and give me a uh, dex check. Okay, how about a seven? Um, Shane, you're probably sitting there for quite longer than you're used to seeing. And as uh, Brock is like fiddling with his sticks and he, uh, with his pegs, he's... And Shane's like, kind of like, if he had a watch, he would look at his watch right now. Be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Hurry up. I'm sorry, man. It was, it was easy, like, five seconds ago. What, how, I'm, not, I'm not sure. It's okay. It's okay. Let me try. I'll hand him the sticks. Go ahead and give me a dex check, Shane. Oh, shit. 23, that's Another 19. You haven't done like much lock picking before, but like as you like pull the uh, pull the pin in and just lift it up, and all of a sudden you hear. Hmm. Um, and we need to. Uh, can you lock it behind us? Mark? <clears throat> Fucking you might as well. You're so good at it. <laughs> It'd be nice. That's why I asked you to do it. I was like, why don't you just go ahead and do no, it, just, buddy? You can just do go it. ahead. You're a little quicker. I'll keep an ear on the door and make sure we don't get walked in on. Let's lock this door behind us and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so I'm going to do a check. Um, you can relock it um, as you guys are heading out of the room. And I think, guys, that's a good point to end our session.